This is a Rooster Teeth production. Okay, this is episode 41. We have, last time, we were at Epoch. Previously on, on Anma. Yep, last time it was Epoch on Far West with Becca. It was the Becca-sode. And it was- uh, The li- Becca-sode? <laughs> yeah, that's the name. That's the, that that's the, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the title. Of, I like it. That's the title of the podcast, <laughs> the Becca-sode. Um, we talked about- uh, uh, pranks on Becca. We talked about Richard Garriott's <laughs> house. We talked about um, rats. We talked oh, about uh, working at the call center and uh, a bunch of other stuff. But now uh, we are past that and we are not at Epoch no. Far West. This is not an awesome story, but when Emily and I, we were vacationing a couple of years ago, we went to Bruges and then we took a train from Bruges you to... Were in Bruges? <laughs> we were in Bruges, yeah. We, and then we took a train to um, to Amsterdam and all of the uh, graffiti along the way, along the train, it was like a four-hour train, right? yeah. so we got to see... T- it was... Somebody wrote, oh, rats everywhere, <laughs> all over... <laughs> it was written all over Europe. And anytime I hear rats, I, th- I laugh because I think about just like the... 2,000 tags I saw somebody going, oh, rats. The new uh, Killjoy was here. Yeah. Um, we're at Luster Pearl East today, which yeah. is weird because I have not been in this building since it was on Rainy Street. Dude, I had so much fun. So I came here for the first time as well. And by the way, first off, Luster Pearl was a bar that was on Rainy Street. Oh, it was yeah. it was the bar that launched kinda, Rainy yeah, Street. It kicked off the Rainy there, Street. There were, two, yeah. there were two establishments that kind of kicked off Rainy Street. Luster Pearl was a bar in a cute old Texas house, mm-hmm. and then there was an Indian restaurant that was literally in somebody's backyard yeah. called Garage Mahal. Yeah. And uh, I think it's still there. It's just moved. It's definitely, except further down. Yeah. Um, and if you go to what Rainy Street is now, which we can get into a little bit, um, it's very different from what it was. And we've told stories about our friend Adam, uh, who used to live on Rainy Street. And we told the story about how we went to a party yeah. and we drank the skunky beer that he they lived, found in the woods. He lived across the street. He lived across the street from this building. Yeah, he lived across the street from this building. Wait, that was across the street from here? The skunky beer in the woods? Yeah. Oh, no, really? no, 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 well, it was, well, no. When it was on Rainy Street. Oh, okay. Yeah, not so. <laughs> Oh man. This, this building used to be on Rainy. This house, this physical house that's over here in East Austin, they picked up and they moved yeah. to this new location. And now it's a coffee shop and they built a building for Luster Pearl next door and they just cohabitate the same space. But I had so much fun when we got here because I, you, you did the same thing I did two Sundays ago <laughs> when I just stopped in for coffee. Is you walked, you did the old man walk through, hands in your pockets through every room and went like, yeah. Yep, I saw you. This was I it. saw your wheels going in your head going, yeah, that's the that same. I remember. Oh, there's the, the hole through the, the fireplace. Thing, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, do do other parts of the country move houses as frequently as people move houses here in Austin? No. No, okay. No, yeah. I, I've seen it more in my time here than I ever have anywhere else I've ever lived or really been. Yeah, yeah, people just take a house. Like, people will buy a property, but not the house, and then someone will take the house, put it on the back of a truck, and then move it somewhere else, which is presumably what they did with this building. Yeah, even Emily's salon, Vane Salon, you know, yeah. where she owns, that house is from West Texas. It, oh, really? it got moved to that spot, I want to say, in the 80s. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what was there before it, but... Because you get these awesome old craftsman homes that are like 150 but, but years old. No, 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 because all, all, the whole walk into this thing, you just kept saying, boy, I hope it doesn't stink. I hope it doesn't smell bad anymore. Well, I, clearly they haven't done a good job of taking care of it, <laughs> but there's still these awesome old craftsman homes that with like these beautiful old... How much does it cost to move a house, though? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, dude, clearly it's worth it if people Clear, are doing yeah, it. Yeah, clearly. It just, I don't get it. I, I'm on the other side of it where I'm constantly stuck behind these trucks yep. on the road. It's like, oh, yeah, great. Here we go. Sure. This five-minute trip's not going to take half an hour because uh, there's someone moving a fucking house. Uh, wherever. 
on a surface street. Let us know. Do do people move houses a lot in your neighborhood, in your town? Have you ever moved a house? City, state? No. Oh, hey, um, the other day, yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday, I went back to uh, All Gimmicks in the afternoon to get oh, some coffee. Really? Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, there was an animal listener there. <laughs> was there really? Are you serious? <laughs> Yeah. We're putting all gimmicks on the map? What time did you go? Uh, Like 2 o'clock or so? I went at like 3 on a Sunday and it was closed, so I guess 2 is... Uh, okay, maybe, maybe it was like 1, between 1 and 2 sometime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I was like, he just said uh, hi on his way out, uh, like as he was walking to his car. I was like, oh, uh, he caught me by surprise. I oh, that's like, so cool. How was your coffee? It was excellent. It was so good. <laughs> I love that place. You get Americana? Yeah, you know it. Uh, Dang, man. That's so cool. Were there a lot of people? Or were there a lot was... of people there for a cider house? There were a lot of people for Cider House, but there was a, all gimmicks was getting a good amount of That's business. So cool. Yeah, we, we I had to I was there with uh, Esther. We had to wait a bit for our drink because they were making other people's drinks, and yeah, it was uh, it was hopping. Uh, it, was, it was a good time. Uh, so yeah, it's, I finally went back and uh, immediately ran into uh, someone who listens to Anima. I'm glad it held up, and that we're also driving at least one person of traffic <laughs> to them. <laughs> it's more than we've ever done before, so why not <laughs> making a difference? <laughs> Um. Yeah. So uh, finally, I made my my all gimmicks return. I didn't miss the turn this time. It's kind of hard to see. Yeah. I will it say is, it's like it uh, kind of in a uh, like a warehouse area. And it's it's I, when I pulled in, Esther even turned to me and said, "There's a coffee shop here." <laughs> <laughs> it uh, does not look like it. It's a but, coffee shop and human trafficking. Yeah. <laughs> it's out of the back of this building. Um. Yeah. So that was cool. I also uh, went for maybe the first time. So for the first time in a long time, I went to AFS Cinema, which is out there in what used to be Lincoln Village. I guess they call it the Link now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Have you been there at all recently? Uh, it's like kind of an art house theater. I saw a live event there two years ago. Everything okay. is terrible. Um, I saw there. I've been there. So I should say I've been there a couple of years ago. They used to do the Armadillo Christmas Bazaar there mm-hmm. oh, yeah. uh, before they opened it up as AFS Cinema. So I, w- I was there a few times for that, but. AFS Cinema, it's now it's like a art house cinema. They just play like really small independent movies, like movies that aren't going to get played anywhere else. I had to yeah. go there to see something that, like even the Draft House wasn't playing. And old stuff too. And old stuff, yeah. And uh, the last movie I saw there was Titanic. Oh my God. I think I saw it there in January 1998. Before it was, obviously before it was AFS Cinema, mm-hmm. it was like a regular theater. I had like, not a bunch of, like three screens or something. I don't know. It wasn't very big. I saw Pulp Fiction there. You saw Pulp Fiction? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it was weird walking back in there for the first time in 25 years and <laughs> watching a movie again. Uh, but it's, it's cool. Man, the popcorn there is great. Did it feel the same when you walked back in? It's totally been it's renovated. Totally, it's totally, totally different. different now, it's just yeah. weird to walk back in and watch a movie in like the same place. It was. Do you remember what was weird about that place back when it was a... Now, now that it's AFS, it's different. But back in the 90s when that mall was kind of happening, mm-hmm. that strip mall was kind of happening, and it was a movie theater, Eric, they had... Eight screens, I want to say, or maybe four screens, but they were split into two buildings. And so there would be on one side, there was uh, of the parking lot, there was a movie theater. And on the other side, there was a, to the left side, there was another set of theaters. And you could only buy tickets at one side. There was a counter on one side. So you'd get the ticket and you go, like, oh, I go into this building or oh, I walk across the parking lot to the other. Wait, it was the same theater? Like, it was like the same. Like, if you went to like AMC, it's AMC the whole way, but it was in two different buildings? Yeah. Or at the end of two different buildings, at the same building, yeah. What the fuck? Wasn't there also another theater across the road from it, across Middle Fiskville? Or did well, there's the Galaxy later? Highland, right? No, even besides the Galaxy Highland, like where the Burleson, Burleson what is it, the Burlington Coat Factory is. Oh, there. was there? You, there might have been. There was another one there for a while, too. Oh, wow. Uh, so it's weird that there were so many right there in that little area. Yeah, what? Yeah, I don't know. Were we, we were driving, we were pretty, we were south of the river, 
And I was saying, like, oh, there's, like, this split from, like, kind of, like, the south of the river part all the way down to, like, Slaughter, where I just don't <laughs> stop. I just drive on through until I get down to Slaughter, where I end up most of the time. And Jeff was like, oh, this is where all the movie theaters used to be. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. like, I don't understand. What do you mean all the movie theaters like the, used to be here? What there was, the fuck does the that The Metropolitan mean? got built there on the west side of 35. At Stasi and 35. Yeah, but that was built right around the same time as, like, what was it? There Tinseltown was an, South. It was Tinseltown South on the other side, on the east side. I only went to Tinseltown South once, I think. Uh, I was normally a Metropolitan guy. Uh, you've been to Tinseltown South multiple times with Have me. I? Yeah, we just, we, we preferred the, Metropolitan. Yeah. It was much nicer. Uh, but we did see, I, we saw, uh, <laughs> we saw Mission Impossible 2 there. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, but we saw Mission Impossible I remember seeing it, it was me and you and, uh, uh Manny, I think it was his oh, name. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, from, from the, uh, you, me from and you and a bunch center. of people from the call center. Yeah. Saw it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, man, that's fucking, that was a fucking long time ago. So it was just a bunch of theaters down there, or like? No, it was just two big theaters, but in Austin at the time... Alamo, there was only one Alamo, and it was the downtown Alamo, and it was really a specialty theater. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't go see new first right. runs there. Not at all. And so if you wanted to go to a movie, you would go to Tenstown South mm -hmm. or Metropolitan, uh, and that was pretty much it until I, you got up to like the Domain Arboretum area. There was also the one at Westgate, but we didn't go there very often. Yeah, it was fucking out there. We saw a couple of movies there, but it we was... We saw Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy yeah. there. We also yeah. saw, I think we also saw gold member there and yeah and we saw jackass too yeah so <laughs> we went there a couple of times but it was not <laughs> Dude, in the regular rotation we've, we've been friends and hanging out for so long that we saw mission impossible 2 that's what i was thinking about <laughs> <In the> theater <laughs> together that's crazy we saw the south park movie together and that was like around season three of south park i want to say wow. that was at the metropolitan i do remember yeah that, that was at the metropolitan um so yeah anyway eric was just saying like from 290 to slaughter he'd be like what even is this part of Austin? No, There'd uh, be no reason to come motor here. Motor Mile. They really don't push that anymore. That's like yeah. all the car dealerships are there. They've spread out, but all the car dealerships used to be there. Uh, like, you can you can definitely see it still yeah. as you drive down. You go dealership, dealership, Applebee's dealership, dealership. <laughs> there's now, uh, now there's more in other parts of town, but that was it. That, used to, that was all of them. You'd go to there, actually, there was Lowe's. There's a Krispy Kreme. Uh, there's Chili's there. There's, there's a, a Fiesta. Chili's, there's a Fiesta. What else do you hang out with down there? That Chili's burned down. You remember that? Yeah. They built it. Then it, like, it was open for like a week. Then it burned down really fast. And then they had to rebuild it immediately. Gus and I used to go to an old salvage yard there, uh, oh, over yeah. there, to dig through old cars to look for parts for our old trucks. Oh, is that there was a salvage yard like a pickup? It's still there. It's still yeah. Oh, really? I think it was off of like South Congress, but like way south, like uh -huh. yeah, between south Stastny of, and, and William Cannon. I yeah, think. that's not that far south. No. I mean, it's south. It's that it's area like, that you that, do you have a blind spot. Yeah, 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 uh, but yeah. I, I, We just wanted to clarify it's way south because when you say South Congress, people think yeah. like yeah. the touristy <laughs> area. Like no, 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 like way past. <laughs> like, like keep going. It's it's not where uh, it's get, not where that shit. You get is. right outside of downtown, and here's your pick apart. Uh, you guys would go down there and pick. Like you would try to just grab stuff for your truck. Sometimes it's like you, you needed a part. Right. But other times it was like you just want to see what's there. Like there yeah. might be a piece of chrome that. Fits perfectly for your truck. It's like you get an upgrade, unexpected right. upgrade. Yeah, right. It's like oh, like this is the um, like the the original mirrors for my truck. My truck has like replacement mirrors. Like oh, I right. need, I need these mirrors. Mm -hmm. Like it, it you it, ordering that shit online is especially back then is difficult at best. Yeah, it's a lot easier when you can go and see like just take a wrench with you and walk around and be like oh this is this is exactly the part I need and it's twelve bucks. Was that pretty often? 
Uh, I mean, I think Gus and I were more attuned to that way of living and doing that kind of stuff when we were younger. So I would say we probably did it five, four, five, six times, maybe. Yeah. I don't know that we ever had great success, but yeah. It was fun, if nothing else, to walk around and see the old cars. Kill a couple hours. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, no, there's no charge to walk around and just look at old cars. I mean, you would, most of them were fucked up. But <laughs> you would go in and you would tell the guy behind the counter like what you're looking for, and he'd go, "I don't know if we got that, but if we do, it's in the back right." And you just go walk around for a while. Yeah. yeah. Especially, yeah, it was, uh, it was it was fun doing that stuff. Uh, there, I think there is still a pick apart place there, but there used to be multiple ones mm-hmm. down there. Yeah. I think there were like three. I want to say there were like three in a row that you could hop between. But now I think there's just like that LKQ down there, and I think that's the only one left. Um, yeah, man. But yeah, that it's it's funny that I feel like that is a largely overlooked part of town. Absolutely. Uh, it's a lot more like a lot of suburbs or a lot of cities are like very. Uh, like copy and paste, and that's a lot of that there. Like you mentioned, like we mentioned the Chili's, the Applebee's, and a lot of that stuff, and even like car dealerships. Like that's not local personality. Not to say that there isn't any, but if you're just driving past and looking off the highway, that's all you see. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's uh, it's easy, it's easy to overlook that. I think twice Frank got his car towed, and uh-huh. I had to take him over there to get it uh, out of hawk, mm-hmm. out of tow. I think I want to say two times. It's right over there in that area too, like behind them. Or it was back then, right behind, like the Mazda dealership and all that stuff. Yeah, that there is one there. The one, the place I always think about, <laughs> the, the infamous get your car towed in Austin places, J and J. Yeah, and that's out closer to the airport. Yeah, uh, the lot out there. I think if you live in Austin long enough, eventually J and J tows your car. <laughs> um, it's not as bad as it used to be, but I felt like parking was always abundant. But people, I'm talking back in the '90s, but people were very strict about towing. Yeah. Like oh, if, yeah. If you parked somewhere where they were, you weren't supposed to, or like a business that you weren't going to, like they were very quick to call uh, and get J and J out there to tow you. The, when did, do you remember the last time you got towed? The last time I got towed, man, it was a long time ago. It would have been going downtown. Uh, yeah, I parked somewhere where I didn't see the no parking sign, and then when I got after I got towed, it was very clear. Like, oh, there's an. I parked right <laughs> under a no parking sign. It was uh, like right by the convention center, like right across from where Fogo is. Okay. I, uh, did you see if Fogo moved? They moved? No, I did not. Yeah, it's now where Second Bar and Grill used to be on like Second in, and Congress. Uh, the Estonian? Yeah, that's Fogo now. Okay, wow. Yeah. And then Second Bar and Grill moved somewhere else. Uh, the last time I got towed in Austin, I wasn't even living here yet. Uh, I was still living, I was still in the Army, and I, I would, you know, come down to go to shows, or like in this particular instance, I came down on a Saturday to go to Sound Exchange, which was a very popular record store on the drag. Uh, it eventually became a Baja Fresh. I don't know what it is now. I think it's a CVS it now. It might be a CVS. It's where the Hi, How Are You uh, little alien is. It's that wall. Is was So it was this record store. No, it's a Thai restaurant now. It's a Thai restaurant. You're right. I think it's Thai, How Are You? Is what it's called. It might be, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a great name. No, no, wait. It's not that anymore. It's an Indian restaurant now, I think. Shit, okay. I gotta look. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't have any Indian puns, Indian food puns for, hi, how are you? Uh, anyway, so I come down on a Saturday, and I had been, I wanted to treat myself, and I was down with my first wife, and so I spent 85, like 80, I, I remember it was $85. I bought a bunch of records. It was like 85 bucks. Wow. I bought like six records. I was treating myself. I mean, that, I was a broke-ass soldier. I mean, that was in what year? Mm, this would have been 1996. That's maybe. Uh, a lot of money yeah. in like 95 bucks. I had been saving them. I only made like in the army at that time, I only made like 700 bucks a month. Yeah. And most of that went to car payment and insurance. Um, and so I, anyway, so I, we used to park uh, at this church parking lot. Mm-hmm. 
and I'd, I'd been parking there for years. Everybody I knew parked there, and it was on a Saturday, so it was no big deal. Uh, you just didn't park there on Sundays. And I parked at this church parking lot, like two blocks off of Sound Exchange, and uh, spent my 85 bucks, walked out, walked over, saw my car got towed, had to turn around, go back into Sound Exchange, and ask them to take the records back <laughs> and get a refund. And I felt so lame. That and sucks. I felt so bad. And then I just had to get a cab over to J&J to get my fucking car back. That's terrible. Yeah, it sucked. And it was like 250 bucks, and oh. I was it's, it was the worst. And yeah. I never, all those albums, I was like, I'm going to buy them again someday. I don't remember what they are now, yeah. but I never did. Damn. Yeah. It is the Thai restaurant. The Indian restaurant's next door to it. Okay. Oh. okay. I, I just looked it up. Um, yeah, God, that sucks having to go back in. It was really that. like it was really embarrassing at the time. Uh, we talked about on the way here, like just uh, what this spot is and, and everything like that. Because as we drove down <laughs> Cesar Chavez, I think it was uh, Jeff going, "What's this? What is that?" <laughs> <laughs> this didn't used to be here. Well, what is this? Well, they re- they moved the road. Everything's totally yeah, different. Everything's over here. totally different. And I don't live on the east side anymore. Yeah. This used to be like this used to be my stomping grounds. Yeah. And I yeah. This Plus, our- I drive down here all the time. So this is like oh yeah, they like last two years this has been built. Oh our, yeah, they moved this over here. Our fulfillment center when back when Jeff ran the store was not too far from here. Yeah. So we were down in this area quite a bit, mm-hmm. especially coming off of 183, uh, heading in that direction. And this is where all the bars that I went to were. I was going to ask, so what was was here that you would, like, hop to? Like, what were, like, the hangouts over here? Uh, The bars uh, on the east side we used to go to, or at least I used to go to, were uh, Shangri-La, The Grackle, um, Liberty. uh, Rio Rita was my favorite bar. It moved. I think it's since closed down. Um, It's a place called Latchkey now. I haven't been there. Um, They used to be able to catch shows at this place called the Typewriter Museum sometimes. There was uh, the White Horse. Yellow Jacket was a big one. Um, I think most of those places are still here. I just don't drink anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're also they also look a lot different. They were cool. They were cute little bars in rundown buildings on an old rundown street. Now they're like you go to buy Liberty and it's like sandwiched between two twenty story buildings, and it looks it looks like the up house. (laughs) I mean, you keep on going to Yellow Jacket. It's still there, hanging on, baby. Now I get now I like kind of tropical. If I come over this way, it's to go to kind of tropical. Love kind of tropical. Great curly fries. Yeah, it's a very cool little spot. Sit out in the back. Yeah, what's tropical about it? The mosquitoes. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Um, yeah. There anything that you remember from this spot, like this area that you would come to, other than the fulfillment center? There was nothing right here. No, I used to. I don't know if you ever came out here, but I would play. Um, speaking of Adam from earlier, I would play D and D with him and like some of the other extended crew, like not too far from here. Yeah, it was up a bit uh, down the road a little bit. Um, I spent quite a bit of time with there. Or we'd uh, we'd do that, or we'd brew beer. Sometimes I never got into the beer brewing thing, but yeah. he would always bring some over. Yeah, I appreciate it. You brewed beer? I mean, it wasn't me; it was them. Oh, I just okay. like I just hung out. Yeah. I was like, I, I watched the process. Yeah, I got to enjoy the the final product. Like, there's a lot of math in there. Yeah, they'd be like, here, hand me those hops. Like, which yeah. one is that? Yeah. I'll, I'll just grab it myself. Like yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Right. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, that I think that building's still there, but it's it's just down a little way from here. It's uh, I will say it's surreal to be looking at the Luster Pearl building because you know we were talking earlier about how rainy street used to be a place you didn't really go it was kind of a quiet two block stretch of partially condemned houses Mm -hmm. and soon to be condemned houses i think even back then people would always say like how is this still here? how is this still here yeah and like why is this so undeveloped in such a prime spot now if you come to austin rainy street i assume is a destination there's probably eight condo buildings on it there's some really good restaurants Ember and rye is on rainy street it's fucking delicious there's a bunch of dickhead bars there (laughs) um there's a bunch of like 
gimmick bars like the container bar there. Uh, and I think it's become this hotel is like the Van Zant. Uh, it's become like a destination, but it used to be a very quiet, dark little street. And then for about two years, it was a street that had Luster Pearl on it, which was a bar that uh, Bridget Dunlap opened up in this rundown little old house. And then that that Indian restaurant, Garage Mahal, that I would go to all the time. And then slowly, like each little house turned into a bar. I think as each person's lease ran out yeah. or like as each person got ready like looked around it was like oh people are selling their house for a lot of money like yeah. they're putting their house on the market to do that she very quickly had three bars she had this one clive bar and then whatever it was across the street from luster pearl was like 918 sports bar i don't remember yeah uh and then uh like eisenhower's opened up oh, and yeah. then like it just went insane and then what happened was elise would run up on one of these little bars and they would just bulldoze the lot and then bulldoze the next lot and then build a condo and so now it's like this crazy built-up area, and there's I think three or four more developments right now going on. I think there's like on one Rainy. of the, like a super tall building. Yeah, right? like it's got to be the densest section of Austin, and it just happened in like 20 years. It was really it's really weird. It's really wild how how quickly it changed. And and Austinites absolutely don't go there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not no, easy not, to no. get to. It's not easy to park at. No, it's incredibly crowded. And it's all brand new, so nobody has any emotional ties to it, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, or, yeah. Know, or knows it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything that was old there got moved to another bar, like, yeah. like this Lester Pearl. Uh, also, you fall into the river and die. <laughs> yeah. So. Or I, there's a serial killer if you listen to uh, oh my God. All, the, all the conspiracy Have you theorists. heard the great names? We were reading them yesterday. No. Yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, there's the... <laughs> what's the... Um, <laughs> the, uh, Jack the Dipper mm-hmm. oh, is a good one. Quality. Uh, the Brodiac Killer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. There's the oh. Rainy State Roofie Killer. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Go Back to Golden State Killer. The Go Back to Golden State Killer. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, so, some people in the office who moved to Austin recently were, were talking to me about this. And I was explaining to them how the first serial killer in the world was in Austin. What? Yes. The, yeah. the Technically the first serial killer uh, well, the first Western, the first serial killer in the Western world. Yeah, it was uh, the servant girl annihilator. Yes, who some people. What? Yeah, some people yeah. speculate was, was Jack, Jack the Ripper. Ripper. His, oh, I've heard about yeah, that. he started here. Oh. The speculation is he started here, then went um, to England. But uh, that's the reason that moon towers are still uh, around Austin is in order to try to stop the servant girl annihilator. The city built the moon towers to try to illuminate things so that people wouldn't be caught unaware in the dark because it was it, back in the 1800s. But it didn't work. But it didn't because work because. It took them 10 years to build the Moonlight Are you Towers. Yeah. yeah. So if you come to Austin, you visit, if you like, you'll see a lot of stuff called Moon Tower, yeah. Moon Tower Salon, Moon Tower, whatever, uh, saloon. Uh, there are there were thirty six of these things. I think there's eighteen left. Oh, I thought I thought it was less. Okay, maybe there are. Yeah. And uh, there were one of only two cities in America that had them. Somewhere else in America had them too for a while. We ordered them in the 1890s when the Servant Girl Annihilator. Honestly, Servant Girl Annihilator. He killed. He was killing uh, Hispanic women mm-hmm. and and black women and and nobody fucking cared. And then on the anniversary of his first murder, he killed a white woman. And then the city freaked out. Yeah, and that's really what it. That's when. Yeah. That's when it fucking shit kicked into gear, right? Uh, and so they ordered these moon towers to illuminate the city, but it took like ten or eleven years for them to get built. And so by the time mm-hmm. they we got them, they were almost obsolete. But they're still around. They're still like eighteen around, and you can go see them throughout the city. Yeah, you'll you'll. You, they look like radio antennas or something. Yeah. They're just yeah. like metal structures that are I don't know uh, up in the air, and they got lights at the top of them. Uh, it seems. 
stupid now because we have street lights everywhere, but I'm sure it was like revolutionary at the time. Yeah, it was in, supposedly in it was a big game changer. But yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, but anyway, back to contemporary times. This, there's no way there's a serial killer. It's like these are people. These are just drunk people who follow. Yeah, no, of the course, water. man. But isn't it fun to say Brodiak killer? Brodiak killer. Go back to Golden State Killer. Go back that to Golden State Killer. That one got me. I thought that was so good. God, that's so good. People uh, on the internet are funny. Yeah, the the serial killer thing is crazy to me when it's so obviously just drunk people falling into. The water. Everybody loves a conspiracy. Yeah, one, one of the people Everybody I work loves with, a little mystery and intrigue. One of the people I work with, who I was talking to about the Serving Girl Annihilator, was trying to convince me as a serial killer, saying, "But don't you find it weird that they're just targeting men? These are all men." It's like, what woman would be walking around drunk by herself? <laughs> yeah, uh, along the water at night. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, yeah, that's a good point." Yeah, <laughs> right. Let's critically think for one second. Yeah, let's. <laughs> uh, wow, but this is so exciting. It's truly not. It's uh, it's truly not. Yeah, it's, it's also yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> what? So this bar, yeah, on Rainy Rainy, Street. What was next to it? Any just condemned houses? Well, it wasn't condemned. There was someone living. In there. there was there was somebody for the first like five or six years of Rainy Street being a destination. There were still families living on Rainy yeah. Street, yeah. Oh, yeah. and it sucked for them, I would imagine. And so I can't remember what was immediately right of Lester Pearl. Now, what's there now is a fucking hotel, I think. Yeah. Um, but it was another house and probably a family living there. I don't know. Yeah. I was trying to think of Rainy, uh, of Rainy Street or Luster Pearl stories. The one that I do remember, we used to come, especially back in the early days of when Rooster Teeth was kind of a new hot gimmick and, and it was still like still kind of fresh and people uh, were so excited about it. So we would get a lot of visitors press. We'd get a lot of people from video game companies coming in, advertising agencies, and we would always have to wine and dine them. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I don't either. <laughs> there I don't was know. A... Uh, but we would always end up taking them, uh, you know, we'd go out to Salt Lake or whatever, but we would always take them to Luster Pearl. Yeah. So this was the bar we took people to when they would come from out of town early on because it was like this cool growing area. Yeah. It was kind of neat. It was kind of happening. It wasn't like insanely crowded yet, you know? And so we would, uh, it kind of became like our Friday night, like, oh, so someone's, someone's in town, in town from yeah. Penny Arcade. Let's go to yeah. fucking. Let's go take them to Luster Pearl for a drink. Uh, and so we did that for years. We actually tried to. I might be getting the numbers wrong, so Gus can correct me. But we tried to rent Luster Pearl out for a South by Party once. Maybe not even a South by Party. Maybe it was just a DVD release yeah, party. Something. something like that. We used to. We used to always rent this bar out called Bull McCabe's. It's not there anymore. It's something else. It was on Red River. It's across from where like the Red Eye Fly was. Yeah. I don't know if it's still there. I don't think there. any of those bars yeah. are still. They're all different now. Red Seven. Um, Red Seven was down the road. Uh, yeah, you're right. But uh, it was directly across from the Red Eye Fly. And yeah. like, uh, what's that goth bar? Oh, oh, Elysium. At, Elysium used to be the Atomic Cafe. Uh, Elysium. Uh, anyway, so we tried to rent Lester Pearl out one time, and I remember that it was going to be eighty thousand dollars. I don't. Is that? Is that, that the figure sounds you right. Remember? I don't remember the exact number, but it that, was if, an insane. If I had to guess, it would be there. And I think Bull McCabe's was three grand, <laughs> and we're like, Ugh. it was a South by party. It was a South by. Yeah, it was. I, re- I do remember that. Uh, yeah. So uh, guess what? We had the party at Bull McCabe's. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I don't know how much we hung out at <laughs> Lester Pearl after that. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. There's also another uh, place on Lester. I, I feel like Rainy Street gets shit on a lot by locals. I feel like, uh, but. 
I should say, there's a restaurant on Rainy Street that's pretty good still called Bangers. Oh, that has yeah. sausages and hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And if you do want to go like check out Rainy Street and have a decent bite to eat while you're there, uh, there's some other good restaurants there too. There's a Mexican restaurant whose name escapes me that's pretty good. But uh, Bangers is a real easy way to go in and have a couple beers and drink a or eat a hot dog. They have, uh, you can get modifiers to your hot dogs. They have BYOF peppers. I highly recommend those. It's burn your face off or BYFO peppers, uh-huh. burn your face off peppers. They're really hot and really good. And it's the only place I've ever been to in Texas that you can buy uh, boiled peanuts. Oh, I hate boiled peanuts. Yeah, they're right there, so they're, they're good. They're so weird. And they have spicy boiled peanuts. Did, did you know also Jeff likes circus peanuts, which is like the, the objectively orange candy thing? The, worst, yeah. the worst candy in the world? Yeah. I like anything peanut. It all, it all really tracks. It all makes sense. <laughs> I like anything peanut. <laughs> Mr. Peanut, boiled peanut, whatever you want. Circus peanut. Ugh. Disgusting. Gross. Peanut, peanut. Um, <laughs> Peanut's the cartoon. Have you, always, uh, 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 have you always liked spicy food? No. Yeah, I didn't I start that, liking uh, spicy food until after I knew you. I feel, yeah, I feel like that was not Jeff initially. Mm-mm. No, I, I, ab- I abhorred spicy yeah. food until I was about 32. And then my brain just twitched. So it just switched one day. We, as a matter of fact, we were eating. I don't remember if I was with you or uh, one of my many wives or <laughs> Frank or whoever. But I remember we were at a, at the movies and somebody had nachos with like queso and jalapenos on it. And I just saw a jalapeno and I just knew I liked it. Mm. I never liked them before in my life. And I picked it up and I ate it and I went, oh, I just want more of these. And then I was off to the that's a That's a good start because I feel like movie jalapenos are so mild yeah, and like yeah, such an yeah. easy like way to sit, to like step into that kind of stuff. Yep. And then it was like three months later. I was at like Tears of Joy once a week trying to find, and then and then I discovered, then I discovered our friend Adam, uh, uh, and he quickly taught me that I I don't have a tolerance for spicy food like I thought I did. Yeah, that there are different levels. Yeah. This episode of Anima is brought to you by Aura Frames. I've got an Aura Frame sitting on my desk right now, and I love it. I gotta tell you, uh, it's so easy to use. It's great. It's a breeze to put photos from my phone on it. It's a breeze to share it so that you give other people access so they can upload photos on it. I've got it set up so my wife can connect to it and put whatever photos she wants on there too, which in my opinion makes it great a great gift for a parent or a grandparent, maybe people who don't know technology very well because you can give it to them and they don't have to worry about (laughs) putting any photos on it. You can take care of it all. Just uh, get it connected to Wi-Fi and you can, using the Aura app, you can upload whatever photos you want from your phone to them. That way you're constantly keeping it fresh and they're not just seeing the same things over and over and they're not calling you for tech support on how to get photos onto the frame. It's named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter, New York Mag and Wired, Aura Frames are the easiest gift for all occasions coming up on your calendar and the perfect addition to your home. Every Aura Frame is thoughtfully designed to fit any decor style with premium touches like stone-inspired textures, hand-speckled finishes, and classic matting. Simply connect to Wi-Fi and use the free Aura app to add unlimited pics and videos from anywhere in the world with no fees ever. With wedding season and Mother's Day on the horizon, Aura's here with some gifting pro tips. Did you know if you buy an Aura Frame for a loved one, you can preload it with your favorite pics so they're ready to enjoy it upon delivery? And if you're gifting multiple frames to family members, you can share pics to their frames all in one click. With over 3 million users, it's safe to say that the Aura magic is very real. Right now, our listeners can take advantage of Aura's best-selling Carver Frames at their lowest price uh, yet this time of year at $149. Just go to AuraFrames.com. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. And listeners can use the code ANIMA to get free shipping at checkout. Don't miss out on the gift of a lifetime. Terms and conditions apply. 
Do you ever have you ever eaten at the speaking of uh, spicy food? Have you ever eaten at that uh, Mexican restaurant over in Hyde Park called Julio's? Mm-hmm. Um, I picked up food from there the other day, and I've been going there for years. And cash only. No, they they take card now. Do they? Okay. Yeah, finally. Um, Shit's annoying. And yeah, it was really it used annoying. To be an ATM outside their fucking place. It's still there, but yeah, now they finally take card. But um, I was sitting down waiting for my food. I mean, despite the fact I've been going there for years, I never really paid attention to any stuff on the walls. Like I know they have like some pictures of politicians and like who uh, who get food there. But um, like I was wait- as I was waiting for my food, I looked over and there was like an old newspaper article from like eight fifteen years ago or something on the wall. So I just kind of started reading it while I was waiting for my food. And it was all like the history of Julio's, and I, I never really thought about it. So it was interesting to read. Um, they've been around for 40 years. They opened really? in 1983, uh, and I guess they opened up in Clarksville initially. They were over like at 10th and West Lynn. And okay. They didn't move to Hyde Park till 1990, uh, so seven years in. And uh, so I was just, like, just reading it, and uh, I discovered, you know, it's all, if you've been there, it's always like the same woman uh, who's working there and maybe like, her, the guy who I assume is her son, and uh, I guess she started the restaurant with her husband at the time, but then they got divorced in 2006, and Julio is his name, like oh, no the restaurant's named after him, and I guess she still uh, she still uh, works in the restaurant. Wow! <laughs> but I guess uh, it's for sale. I saw. Oh really? Yeah, like I saw online. I don't know if it's still. It's a couple of weeks ago. I was like looking online, and I saw like I guess she's trying to retire. Is looking to, to sell the business after 40 years, which is a, a hell of a run. That is a hell of a run. It is interesting because they now, Kura's opened up across the street, like literally across the street from it. Yeah, Kura's is not good. Uh- <laughs> oh, dude, I disagree. I like but Kura's. The, the thing with Julio's and the thing I've always appreciated about it, and they talk about this in that article that I read in the, um, in the restaurant, is they have a very limited menu. That's always been their approach. It's like they're just going to make a few things and they're going to focus on that and they're going to make those good. It's not like a fucking mm-hmm. Bible uh, of a uh, menu. Yeah. It's just like a laminated piece of paper front and back. The, the menu doesn't it. have a spiral, isn't spiral bound. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, so it's it's like really quality, really, really fresh stuff, really good. And uh, I hope after it's, I hope it sells. I hope she gets everything she wants. Uh, and I hope after it sells that the, whoever buys it doesn't fuck it up. Oh, man. Maybe, well, you know, it's, yeah. I'm trying to think of. The other places over there, that I so where Kura's is used to be Mother's. Yeah. That place sucked, and so it, was it a, got it, better with it was, Kura's. It was a vegetarian or a vegan restaurant. It wasn't very good. And then uh, people that said people that loved it, but they I don't know why. Uh, there was a little coffee shop bar over there called Dolce Vita, and that became Uncle oh, yeah. Nicky's. Yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. that's better than it yeah, was. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah, that. Little Uncle Nicky's nice. You go, they have like a little happy hour thing, and it's like. It's great for like a little cheese thing and a little Italian soda and mm-hmm. whatever. I think it's a cool little spot for that. And that's like right next to Hyde Park Bar and Grill. Yes. Yes. And speaking of which, we should probably do an episode over there at the Quacks coffee shop. Oh, that's a good right idea. There. I, yeah. hadn't, I hadn't thought about Quacks. Cross the street from Fresh Plus. Because yeah. I lived in that neighborhood for 13 months when my house was getting renovated and oh. uh, with Gavin. And I got tons of stories. Oh, okay. And tons of stuff we can talk about. put it on the list. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's only two Hyde Park Bar and Grills, right? There's that one, and then there's the one down like by Westgate. Yeah, it's over like yeah by Westgate. I don't know why the <laughs> yeah. It's like where the old Alligator Grill used to be, right? Kind of uh, over the there. old. Uh, it's kind of in the parking lot of that Central Market down there. Is that where it is? Yeah. Okay. The old Alligator Grill is like north further, of that. Yeah, further. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little north of there. Um, yeah, that's a place like they're known for. 
their fries and that sauce on them. I'm thinking of a Kirby Lane that's over there. Now. Okay. Yeah, but you're right. There is a Hyde Park down there. Yeah. Um, I've never gotten the sauce. I mean, I, I've, I mean, I've gotten it, but I don't understand it. It's yeah. fine. Same. Uh, that place, I, I've never understood the appeal of that place. Yeah. And, and they got decent food. It's whatever. It's fine. It's it's, it's fine. A, yeah. It's fine. But it's, it's a, not like standing in a line to eat there. Oh, no. God, no. Yeah. But uh, it, it's a decent place. I've never stood in more lines for food than I have since living in Austin. Yeah. You'll do yeah. that. What, what the fuck? Didn't used to be that way. I, I mean... People love lines here. <laughs> God, they love them. They can't wait to line up for an hour to get barbecue? The funny thing, too, it's like, just wait six weeks till that restaurant isn't hot yep, anymore. Absolutely. Every, the line will just move to the next restaurant. There's yep. some places I don't get, though, that always have a line perpetually. Okay. Like, uh, it's, like, it's not even like a local business, but that snooze brunch place that's over oh, like at Lamar 35th, dude. they dude, always have a line. Dude, dude. I don't understand There's whatsoever. two of those places, and they're both brutal. It's, it's, so f- it's a fine place to take a parent who's in from out of town to get breakfast yeah and beyond that i don't know why you would ever wait i feel that way about magnolia cafe okay oh. why would there ever be a line out front of a magnolia cafe there's only one of those left now right there's just one that i'm aware of on south congress the yeah. the one on lake austin is a uh, tumble 22 yeah now. uh honestly i feel that way about kirby lane like mm-hmm. if a place is open 24 hours a day you shouldn't have to wait nope <laughs> i agree yeah <laughs> what when you think of kirby lane well there's just a two-part question okay What's the first Kirby Lane you went to? And when you think of Kirby Lane, what's the location that pops to mind? Kirby Lane. Yeah. The okay. one on Kirby Lane. That's the first one I went to, and it's the only one I think of. Okay. Uh, I, I, I sometimes go to the one in, uh, in Mueller, mm-hmm. just because I'm, like, when we were staying over there, it was, I could walk to it. Okay. Uh, it's really close to the studio, too. Yeah. yeah. And so I've eaten there a few times. Sometimes I meet RT people there for breakfast pretty rarely, mm-hmm. but yeah. Uh, the first one I ever went to was, it's a weird one. It's the one that used to be off 183. Uh, it's like way out there. It's uh, it's like by where Krispy Kreme is, way up north. Yeah, over where like the catfish parlor. Yeah, is like, like oh, over there. What? Really? There, there used to be a Kirby Lane oh, oh, over there, and that's the first one I went to for some reason. I don't know why. I uh, probably with call center people way back in the day. Uh, but the one I always think of for some reason is the one that used to be down on South Lamar where Gordo's was. Yes. Uh, I used to eat there all the time uh, when I worked after I left the call center. When I worked downtown, you know, I'd have like really late nights or really early morning. So I'd always like just drive down Congress, go down there and um, and eat Yeah, uh, at weird hours because it was a 24-hour place. Oh, speaking of 24-hour places, when's the last time you thought about Katz's Deli? I was just talking about Katz's Deli the other day with Emily. Uh, we were eating over at Favorite Pizza. Okay, and it's we right were, across from there. Yeah, yeah, it was right across from there and we were walking, we were just walking down 6th Street. And I was trying to remember which building it was. I couldn't remember It's like Caddy Corner to Favorite Pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Katz's Deli is an interesting one. Uh, it was like a, it was like a, it was just a deli, right? Uh, like a Jewish deli, and affiliated with the very famous New York City Katz's Deli. Yeah, same family, same. Oh, it was. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. It's like they, a branch of it, and they always had like a yellow Cadillac parked out front. Yes, huh. uh, and their big slogan was Katz's never closes. Yes. Okay. Uh, and it was just like a twenty-four hour deli. It was, uh, there weren't. I felt like there weren't many decent twenty-four hour places back then. It was like either that or Starcy or. Yeah, you're that or Starcy. It was another place that, like, in the late 90s, early 2000s, would have a line out front of it all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. And so I very rarely went there because I never wanted to wait in line back then. Mm. I only ate there, like, a handful of times. The interesting thing about Katz's Deli to me is there was that dude, the dude that ran at Mark Katz, ran for mayor. I forgot about that, yeah. And he did this whole thing where he got all of his constituents and they marched from Katz's up 
6th Street, then down Congress to the Capitol so that he could file to run for mayor. Uh But he got the day wrong, and he was early by, like, two days, and so it was all useless. And he couldn't actually fill out the application because he... He was fucking. He read the days wrong or something, or he didn't pay attention, what and it was fuck? like a huge embarrassment. Yeah, and he, this, did, this not, I, he did not do well in the. In, in, no, it doesn't bode well for yeah. your. Uh, <laughs> I'm an attention to detail guy. And it oh was, no! Honestly, it wasn't that much longer than suddenly cats wasn't around anymore. <laughs> it was there for a long time, and then just like kind of unceremoniously, it was just gone. Austin institution that just like overnight was gone. Yeah, it finally closed. Just, nobody talks about it anymore. Yeah. Uh, God, I went there. A bunch of times. I felt like I never really had to wait in line oh, to go really? there. Yeah. I felt like any time I tried to go, it was like, yeah, it was brutal. Mm. Um, that's where I was when the 2000 presidential election got called. Oh, wait, no, was it? Two- yeah, yeah, the, the Bush-Gore one. Really? Yeah, I was sitting at the bar at Katz's. Wait, uh, I was getting something to drink, and I remember they had like a TV behind the bar there, and that's when they finally called it. Um, like after all the lawsuits and everything, and they're like, all right, this is it. Finally, we're done. You know, it was like two months after the election yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. It was like, George Bush will be the president of the United States. 2000. Damn. So I guess it, it might have been late 2000, early 2001 by that point when yeah. it was finally called. Wow. What a weird little memory it's associated a weird mem- I, to a place that is not there I, anymore. I just remember it finally happening and thinking, I'm going to remember this. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> like this Do you is- remember where we were when we saw Obama get inaugurated? No. <laughs> we were at Bikinis. Like, <laughs> On Sixth Street, <laughs> we we worked with someone who loved that place and was always pulling us to go there. Really, they had a good burger. <laughs> I do remember. Great, cool man. But yeah, we watched <laughs> a, we watched Obama. That place is gone now. By the Take way, it, like, taking bikinis. a bite and going, I'm gonna remember this. Yeah. <laughs> Inauguration, cool. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, we're down. We're we were also walking to bikinis the day that uh, um, the. Um, Miracle on the Hudson when that plane went down in the Hudson River. Oh shit, you're right. We were walking down Congress, yeah, like turning Sully. up to six. Yeah. Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what other bikini memories do you have? That's insane. Uh, just us two. <laughs> <laughs> significant days in American history. Um, we're at about the forty minute mark. So oh, really? Wanna, really? Yeah, dude, this one flew. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about uh, the coffee and everything, but pr- particularly. Luster Pearl Building, because you guys, while I was ordering coffee, and you talked about it earlier, you guys did the little hands behind the back, walk around, and yeah. kind of poke around or whatever. Is it what you remember it? It's identical. Is identical. it really? It's, it's like, yeah. It was. that's why I kept looking around. It was I, really even weird. Being, even being in the backyard is a bit of a mindfuck. Really? Yeah. I mean, because it's like walled in, mm-hmm. but it still feels like looking at yeah. the back of the building and it has like the fake grass, it still kind of it still feels I, like we're on Rainy Street. Yeah, I haven't right been there. in that building since it was on Rainy, so it's probably been 15, 20 years maybe yeah. since I've been in that building and still walking in and be like, oh, this is identical. I remember everything now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you guys were really, like you surveyed like the whole thing. It was a trip. And then yeah. walked out back and then looked at it and then came back it's in. so weird. And it was like, usually when we order coffee, it's just kind of like hanging around the whole spot and then we walk in and I just, I looked and I'm like, oh, they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of uh, it's like a it's almost like a you could really defend yourself from zombies here. They have a like a what would you say a twelve foot tall yeah something like that concrete yeah uh, f- wall around the entire perimeter of the place that wood wall you so. can't see it from the road. Mm-hmm. That's, this wooden fence is a weak point though. Yeah, right? no, it's, it's, it's okay. Point, but there's it's, concrete it's tall, on the other side. It's, it's tall on the oh, other okay. side, so you're and, okay. And this is just separating the bar from the coffee shop, I think. Yeah, uh, and then they've. 
Also, people have painted a lot of cool art on it. There's Z- a lot of cool really murals. cool art. There's a very there's there's a really fun nice dog next to a crazy over here. skull. That's what I keep looking at. Is yeah. the, there's Lilo and Stitch over yeah. there. There's some like uh, Ghibli stuff. You can kind of see yeah. the top of the No Face. Uh, there's some like there. really cool art. Again, this is a very cool. I like this bar. I've been here dozens of times at this point, and just sort of like you hang out in the front. There's like a little. Uh, so like the bars in one side, and then the old building that was on Rainey's on the other side. There used to be nothing inside of it, and we would just hang out in there because no one would come in or mm-hmm. whatever. But there's like a little front area. There's like a lot of seating. There's a lot of space. Possums running everywhere at night. You see stray cats and possums like crazy around here because uh, it's just in the middle, like Cesar Chavez and the tons of trees and little buildings and stuff. The river. Yeah. I, I mean, there's just a ton of stuff like right here. It's a great little spot for a bar. Parking's easy. It's great. Yeah. I really, I like this bar. What did you think of the coffee? Because uh, Jeff had some thoughts on the coffee last time. I thought my Americano was good. It was a little bitter. Okay. Uh, was, a, was a problem I had with it. Um, but it was, it was fine other than that. Uh, when I came here two Sundays ago and had a black coffee because they were out of iced coffee, mm-hmm. it was pretty bad. It was like, I'd give it like a four okay. or a five. Uh, my iced coffee today is a seven. Okay. I'd probably go with, yeah. Seven. It's definitely eight, seven or eight in, yeah. in terms of like the cup of coffee that I had. It's by no means bad. Um, but of all the places that we've gone to, this isn't a place where I'd be like, yeah, you got to come here for the coffee. It's yeah. like, well, I'll come here for the drinks where they have like a like a spicy Paloma. And like that's, that's what I'm here for. Like, I used and, to like a Paloma. And tater tots. <laughs> so there's a Luster Pearl South as well. Yeah, I've been there. I, been I was there. I was there on Wednesday. Where is that? Uh, you know where Armadillo Den is? No. This oh. is all, you, you're not going to know any of this. Oh, okay. Well, tell, tell there, me street. There's a stretch of bars down, uh, you just keep going down what, like Manchac or South whatever. of Slaughter? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really yeah, far. Like there. on the way to Manchac? It, where it, it is. is. Yeah, yeah. It's way down there. I have okay. um, I have some friends that live down that way, and one of them told me, hey, we're at this bar, it's Lester Pearl, and they're going to do a Yacht Rock night on Wednesday. And I went, let's fucking go. So we went, and there was a band playing some Yacht Rock songs, and... They were trying their best, and I had a good time. Is, is it in a cute old house like this, or is it? No, it's actually, it's like two bars. I didn't think about that. It's two buildings, buildings? like this, Interesting. and then a huge backyard, yeah. and then like three food trucks. Hmm. Like the, We got like some tacos and then had a few drinks and just kind of hung out and like listened to this band play Loggins and Messina. It was like, it was a good time. I really like that bar. I've been a handful of times. They do a uh, like a flea market on like the first week of the month. I think that it's like takes over like the whole backyard and it's really cool. A lot of like, local artists and stuff. Um, but it is so far. It is so far to get like yeah, that's far. God damn, it's so far to get down there. So it is a rarity. It's <laughs> where we used to work. <laughs> God damn, we were driving and driving down to San Antonio to go to this Brahmas game. And as we're kind of cruising and cruising and cruising, we get way down there, and Jeff goes, and this is where we used to work when we were doing coming down to Buda. And uh, my yeah. my wife like, went, this what? is exit 219. Yeah. yeah. And my wife went, what the fuck? Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> it sucked. It's a lot of driving. But then you guys moved the office, and everyone was thrilled to it be was, going It was, to be there. fair, it was only a lot of driving for everybody but one person. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then after a while, he had to drive a little bit, too. Oh, man. Um, so, that's the coffee. It's uh, Luster Pearl. I think I would recommend this place for a drink. I don't know if I'd recommend it for coffee, but I do think it's a cool little it's bar. It's a fine cup of coffee. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. Yep, It's better than what I the experience I had two weeks ago. Yep. For sure. Um, it's better than Fr- Fredo's. God, yeah. 
Ugh. We were reading one-star reviews of places oh on the, my God, on the way back from San Antonio, and that was one that I asked for, and it was all of our complaints in a one-star oh, review. Cool. It, it, Emily created this fun game where she just like, where's the last restaurant you ate at? Mm-hmm. And then we would all say, and then she would read the find the one-star review on Yelp of it. Yeah. It I, very funny. It's pretty good. I uh, Speaking of similar games, I uh, started looking up health inspection scores for restaurants. That oh! I eat at, which is fun. And the reason I started doing this is because I wanted to get food from a restaurant I like going to, and it was closed by the Department of Health. <gasps> Where? We'll have you to can, say bleep, it off you can bleep it out of uh, Say it. Really? Yeah. The one on... Yeah. Uh, bleep that we, part out, too. We order from there a lot. Oh, yeah. no. Well, guess what? You can't right now. <laughs> so I started looking around at different uh, restaurant scores all around town. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Nick, edit that. Nick, Nick, <laughs> that's like, Nick. That's like one of Emily's favorite restaurants. Oh, no. Well, make sure you uh, warn her. Oh, no. Um, let's get to the Anarchy Me Anything segment where you guys send in prompts for uh, questions for these guys. I think this is a good one. Uh, okay. What, what do you think? Before you get to that, uh-huh. can I just say, Absolutely. I haven't talked to you about this. I talked to Eric about it. Uh, somebody, and I don't remember who it was, uh, I don't, what do we call the Anmers? Anma, Anmers. 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 Some Anmer, uh, some Anmer had an idea that I thought was brilliant, which uh-huh. is that because Gavin has been talking about wanting to hang out on his front porch more and oh. make it more of like a mm-hmm. like an environment to sit at. We have to do this. We should do an episode of Anmer on Gavin's front porch. That's a great idea. We show up unannounced. Maybe we we talk to Meg ahead of time. Yeah. yeah. And then we just show up, knock on the door. Gavin has to make us coffee, and then we just sit and do it on his front porch, or we don't even tell him, and we just show just up bring coffee, coffee and do yeah. it and see if he I like notices. that. I like that okay. more. So we got to uh, do that soon. So, Sorry. So anyway, Anmer community. We have uh, Anmer men and Anmer maids. Yeah. There you go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, here's a prompt question from Dahmer thirty three. Great name. Um, I'd love to know more about how uh, Gustavo's and Jeff's definition of success has changed over the last 25 or 30 years, and if they have anything they'd like to happen in their professional lives prior to retiring that they haven't done yet. I think that's very interesting, because I think your definitions of success have definitely changed at least over like the last 10 years, over the last 20 years. I, I don't know about Jeff, but for me, I think the bar was really low initially. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think when... You know, after moving to Austin, kind of settling into, you know, working at the call center and like the life we were living at the time, I just wanted to like, I just wanted to have fun. Uh, And I think the thing I said the first time we started making websites together is I wanted to get recognized in public, which was a dumb thing to say. We wanted to get rich off the internet. We wanted to get famous off the internet, is what we said. Um, It was like a really, especially at the time, like a weirdly ignorant thing to say. Yeah. Um, Not... Knowing well, how things were going to go, right? But it's like it super unique to think that the yeah. internet would would lead to that, right? Yeah, it was just such a. It was yeah. It was just a. It's hard to explain unless you were there for it. Mm-hmm. But it was a really surreal time because there was like there was this amorphous thing, the internet that was all possibility, all rolled up into one, and you just had to figure out how to navigate yeah. it, and you could feel it. You could feel that the success was around every corner for people that knew how to find it, you know? And it, it was insane. I would say my definition of success has definitely changed. Uh, I have had many, I guess, eras of, uh, of this career. And when I first started, I would have defined success as being able to quit our day jobs to do it full time. Mm-hmm. There was probably at one point where I thought success would be to have a mansion and retire early. Uh, now, for me, success is honestly 
like when you strip it all away, I, I've had to, I had to create bucket lists because I kept running through bucket lists. You know, like getting to yeah. see RVB on an IMAX theater, yeah. like that's fucking surreal. You do that in year three, you got seventeen years to go. You got to <laughs> you got to figure out other shit to do, other shit to to run out a football team, right? Like that was never on my list, but now so I got to do crazy. it yesterday. It's yeah. fucking cool. So crazy. Uh, success for me now is getting to make what I want to make mm-hmm. every day. Like getting to getting to make whatever, getting to be creative in whatever way that makes sense, and just having the freedom to do that. This podcast and face success for me is that I do those, and and I and I and I can still pay the bills, mm-hmm. you know. And I guess that's really what it boils down to. It's like when you strip it all away, when you get past the idea of fame and accolades and like resume building things that you get to do. There's a thing that gets thrown out all the, all the all the time early on, especially in the career. It's like, well, you should do that event because it's a resume. Builder. Yeah. You should do that because it looks good for your next thing, you know? And uh, you're just trying to build this body of impressive accolades so that people will respect you, I guess, or give you more opportunity. Um, but past all that, now it's just like just getting to fucking getting paid to have a cup of coffee with my yeah. best friend of 30 years. Yeah. And is, Gus. Is success. <laughs> yeah. Making a resume, man. I can't remember the last time I made a resume. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny. Yeah. Uh, I think at this point, I'm actually really jealous of something that Bernie has done that I want to do. Okay. Uh, I want to be able to get to a point where I can also step away and know that the company's going to continue. That we've fostered that next generation appropriately and that people will get to a point where they don't need to talk to me about something or Mm -hmm. I don't need to be worried about anything and uh, I want to be able to uh, to get to that point and I'm, only, I'm not saying I'm going to do that they just said before retirement like yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to kind of like draw that line out and think about Interesting. Le- leaving things uh, and what the lasting legacy will be I, I, I ultimately I would like to disappear like mm-hmm. that's the the end goal of this is when we're done with all of our stuff mm-hmm. is that I want to walk away and walk away Yeah. social media goes away there's a little social media that I have left and maybe uh, like I don't know. I could maybe do a podcast with Gavin for the rest of my life, but, <laughs> but outside of that, like, just being being, I would like to return to being invisible, mm-hmm. the way it was before we started all this. Yeah, I really would. That's why I say it's kind of funny now to think about the initial, uh, yeah, goals. You want the same thing, though, yeah, right? Oh, absolutely. You wanna you want people to forget about any of this? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, me too. Interesting. See, that's a good prompt. That's a. Uh, but th- who would expect such quality from a Dahmer fan? That, that, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Yo, what's uh, up, Dahmer heads? Unite. He was like, I, I ate a professor last <laughs> night. He was full of ideas. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I, I will all say this. Uh, I'll say this as well. Especially in my late 40s, uh, those ideas of success get reformulated pretty constantly. Oh, absolutely. You know? yeah. Like, yeah. I may yeah, feel yeah. totally different tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. So, but, yeah. Um,. I think that'll do it for Anima. This is a good one. This yeah. one was fun. Uh, it was fun. We are we're going to be at RTX July 7th through 9th. Uh, we're going to have a live show, so you should definitely come. Yeah. We'll have a cup of coffee. We'll have a little chat. And then um, we keep talking about it, but I do want to try to figure out how we can take this somewhere. Um, I think we should go to Florida. You guys, when was the last time you went to Florida? I went to Florida probably in 2018. Oh, you know when it was? It was the same day as the Parkland shooting. I was in Florida when that happened. Oh, Jesus Christ. God damn, dude. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, I've been like a thousand times with Jack in the last two years. Yeah, there you go. So, so I'm happy to go back. I think we go. We find a coffee spot. I think that would be pretty cool. We find something down there and hang and do a live show. We got to do a live we'll show. We'll do a live show. Yeah. Well, we'll have one 
in Austin. Yep. July 7th, July 9th, rtxaustin.com. Yep. Uh, tickets so, available now. So you can go get tickets. You can come see us. Come hang out. Uh, we'll be doing stuff for Fuckface. We'll be doing stuff for Face Jam. Uh, so come out. Say hey. And uh, But that's all the way in July. Right now, what you can do is follow us, Anima Podcast, on Twitter and on Instagram. You see photos from this episode, every other episode. Um, trying to think of the number of episodes that we've done since we've had to do a Gus break. And I think this might be the eighth. Oh, okay. So the next two, I think, are going to be... We need to count. Supplemental content. If next week there's a regular episode, that means I was off. But (laughs) if next week is a supplemental episode and the week after is a supplemental episode, that means that we're on a Gus break. And uh, we will be returning to you very shortly with new episodes of Anma. because again, these are those are non-canon episodes, and if it is a supplemental episode, mm-hmm. it will be experimental. Yes, and that's okay. It, that's uh, the point. Yeah, break the mold. Uh, anarchy, like a goat, like a goat. Classic goat stylies. Goat anarchy. Yeah. Um, if you listen to the supplemental episodes and you go, I didn't like this. Uh, does not bother me whatsoever. Just know that those are not the episodes of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Those are supplemental episodes. Yeah. That surely we do not have to do. That's all. Yeah. You yeah. do whatever you want with those. So follow us at Anima Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, you can go to r slash Anima Podcast and you can uh, leave comments. There's always a great thread where people are leaving their uh, suggestions where I pulled Don, Donmer, Dahmer. Dahmer's question. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, so check it out. Go see what we're up to and uh, come on out to RTX. Guys, any parting words if we're gone for the next few weeks. I mean, it could be the end. <laughs> it's not. It's not, though. It's oh. not. Thanks oh, right. for listening, and uh-huh. we hope you'll continue to listen, because it's not the end. Yeah. Oh, right. Come okay. to RTX. Get some coffee. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. We'll Come see you there. Us.